0: And we're here on the k Podcast, Ken Brown from WJR Radio, Michael DetroitLions. at DetroitLions.com as we talk Lions football and NFL. Hello, Mike.
1: Hello, Kenny Brown. How you
0: doing? All right. For full disclosure, um, this we're recording <laughs> this on Tuesday. Why are we, we doing that? Well, we, on Monday, we had recorded a full podcast, but um, technical difficulty happened and it was summarily erased. And the gems of wisdom that we had yesterday have gone now into the cloud or wherever they go when they leave the computer. So we're going to do this again, which is maybe better because we have more information since Monday that we'll be adding into this podcast. And our thoughts, we had 24 hours to think about the some of the idiotic things we said yesterday, Mike.
1: We said something idiotic? Well, we couldn't.
0: We couldn't. Could but <laughs> anyway... It's going to be less about the game Sunday because now you're in the middle of the week almost and you really don't care about the game. We'll talk briefly about the two games we had Sunday. Wait a minute.
1: I got to throw away all my notes?
0: Yeah, throw away those notes. But first I want to talk about one thing that we can talk about the game Sunday. Smart football players win games and the NFL has a quarterback problem and they need to address and go back to when they used to have the emergency quarterback because I can guarantee in New York up in the tower where they're talking. They don't want to see any more games where a functioning quarterback is not available for a team in a big game like that.
1: Well, you're just assuming that Josh Johnson was going to get hurt too. I mean, you know, I I pretty much agree with you on this, by the way. I just don't like it. That's all.
0: Well, it's the coach's fault in a way, and then it's the players' association. No, I'm going to tell you why it's the coach's fault. You have your roster. You can keep three quarterbacks, but they feel that that last spot is so beneficial to winning on Sunday. That special teams guy that they're going to put on the roster on Sunday morning, the last guy that gets about five or six snaps a game, is more important than keeping a third quarterback. And I disagree. The league before made you keep that emergency quarterback, which was that forced them to keep it, and which was good because of a situation that happens. And the situation doesn't happen all the time. I understand it, but when it does happen, like Sunday. It's, to me, that's a big embarrassment to the league.
1: Well, just one thing on, on on the five snaps. It's way more snaps than that on special teams now, unless it's the kicker and the punter, but it's way more. You're getting up into the high teens, low 20s. But does
0: the last guy
1: get that many, Mike? You, uh, yeah, yeah. Somebody like Anthony Pittman of the Detroit Lions. Well, he's not the forty. Yeah.
0: He's not the last guy on the roster. It'd be like that Jamar Williams guy, Jamar Williams, the guy that was the D-back. He was the last guy on the roster. Yeah, I, I looked at his stats that he had with that Minnesota game. I think he had like four four or five plays. That was it.
1: Well, any one of those four or five plays can win or lose a game. Oh, see, so you now know. you're thinking like, like a coach.
0: Now you're thinking like a coach. I'm thinking oh like a businessman.
1: I'm thinking like, no, no, I'm no, thinking like, thinking, like
0: no, the money no, that you're, it, you're it. making on this league is from your TV product. So you better produce a good product. And having a quarterback for the last half of a game that can't throw is not good for your product.
1: No, it's not good for your product. And if that is, you're talking about a rare event. Now, this is not something that's happening.
0: I understand that, but you got to prepare for these things. And that's that. Prepare for the to rare me, events. the NFL Players Association and the league should come together and say, "Okay, look, we'll bite the bullet. We'll go back and have a third, a third quarterback emergency guy in. Only comes in, and, and the other two guys are hurt. And I'll add that as an extra roster spot. And every team will supplement the four hundred thousand whatever it costs to keep a guy on the roster that long. Maybe you can even make it a, a salary position, a four hundred thousand dollar a year position, third quarter, whatever it is. Four hundred thousand dollars in the realm of things to keep everything above board and have that a mercy guy is not a lot of money.
1: Well I don't think that would work. I mean I think whatever the minimum salary would be and it's a lot more than that. Yeah, I said, but, but they could probably
0: negotiate true. it down to higher than you keep saying what they can't. They can do anything they want. They, they negotiate. No. They can do anything they want.
1: I just don't think with the with the with the uh, with the agreement between the players and the owners, I don't think you can start cutting salaries. But that's look, that's the least of it. The idea is you want you want a, you want a you want a genuine quarterback on the roster, at least available, sort of like the second goalie in hockey, something right. like that. Right. Right. Okay.
0: All right. Well, they'll figure it out. Off. They'll figure it out in the off season. I'm sure the competition committee will have a meeting, and they'll have a meeting on the meeting, and a meeting on the meeting's meeting, and by you know next fall. They'll decide that we're we're going to take a look at it, and two years from now they'll add a third quarterback. But that's the way the NFL is, you know. But if, I, I, I guarantee, I, you, I, if they could make a dollar off of it, though, they'd have it in. They'd be ready for the Super Bowl if they could find a way Kenny, to sponsor it. It'd be three quarterbacks on every roster for the Super Bowl. Kenny, I think this
1: is one of your ideas, which is pretty good, and it will never happen.
0: Ever. Might not, but I, I I think something's gonna happen with that, Mike. I know they were embarrassed by that game uh, Sunday. It was, it was an embarrassment well, to a billion-dollar league.
1: Look, there have been plenty of games in the history of the National Football League. They ended up 31-7 to or one team just got, got you know, overmatched. That's happened before. This is the first time that's happened. We've had Super Bowls where teams got beat 52-10. It wasn't the score. It wasn't the score.
0: It was the it, fact that once John Johnson goes down, essentially that game was over.
1: I think it was over before. It might have been, but I'm away. saying it
0: was for sure over when you got a quarterback that came through. Like I said, I'm not going to belabor the point. We'll get back with that. But, You've
1: already belabored the point. No, I'm putting it out there because <laughs> this needs to happen. Now, <laughs> You've already reached the belabor stage. Speaking
0: on quarterbacks, um, I, for one, I'm just going to do a quick recap of both games. Uh, first game, I didn't see much, so I, it, it was over, done. 49ers out of bad luck, slip rock team of the year. When you got you know, four quarterbacks injured or three quarterbacks injured in a year. I mean, that that was just bad luck for them. And they got to the conference championship game, so you got to give them credit for that. But, man, they've been so close to winning that Super Bowl, even since Harbaugh was there. That It's just like all the good luck they had in the 80s with Joe Montana and Steve Young in the 90s. Now they're getting, you know, snake bit with these last runs they've had because they've had teams good enough to win the Super Bowl.
1: Well, I'd say just one thing, though. They would have won five Super Bowls in a span of, what was it, 15 years, something yeah. like that. It started right out here in Detroit at the Pontiac Silverdome in the 1981 season. But I would say it was more good good and great playing than it was good luck.
0: No, I'm talking about that they had fortune in. They've had bad fortune the last few runs. And that's all, you know, just it evens out. It all evens well, out.
1: All I'm saying is I'm not attributing the, the, what they did Winning those five championships to luck? No, no, I'm, I'm not saying luck,
0: but I'm saying that they were health Their quarterbacks stayed healthy those first, you know, that first run, and now the quarterbacks have been hurt. The last runs, you know, Garoppolo was hurt all the time, and they picked them. So you pick guys that got hurt, but uh, that team's close to winning a championship. So uh, absolutely, they are close. Absolutely. Now, absolutely. the other on the other game, Patrick Mahomes is the goat of quarterbacks. Now I don't hear about Tom Brady. I don't hear about anybody else. Patrick Mahomes is the GOAT right now of quarterbacks in the league. And Joe Burrow kind of disappointed me in that game. I For all the talking they were doing and everybody during the week saying that he was going to be the best quarterback in the league this week in Burrow Head Stadium and everything, uh, played an all right to average game. I just thought that he, I don't know, maybe he wasn't ready for it yet or they're trying to push too much on him too fast. He's only his third year, but... He he didn't play the way I expected him to play. Took too many chances. Uh, just
1: didn't play the way I expected. No, I thought he played probably forty-five minutes of pretty good ball, and fifteen minutes where he he was by far the second best, by far the number two quarterback in that game, by far.
0: Yeah, it was, it's not it was, like I said. Patrick Mahomes wasn't even one hundred percent. Not even close. Patrick Mahomes is
1: no, but that was a terrific, a terrific. Uh, uh, the way he played—that was that was—that's they're going to be talking about that for, for years to come, really. He, one man won that game for the Kansas City Chiefs. One man, and that was Patrick Mahomes.
0: And and and, and Kansas City, as quiet as this, what's this? Five straight, um, final four appearances. For yep. them? you know, and that first
1: Super Bowl, yep, yeah, Super five
0: Bowl. and two Super Bowls, and if he they, wins you, this went, one,
1: that'll be talking two about and,
0: dynasty. Yeah. yeah, you're talking dynasty if he wins this one, but even. To me, the Buffalo Bills not winning one of those Super Bowls hurts it, but that was a dynasty to me. When you go to four straight Super Bowls, that's a with dynasty. I
1: four straight, absolutely. And
0: the absolutely. one that you should have won was a kick that should have been made. So it, it really hurts them not winning one, but that was a dynasty to me. You know, when you I get to four too. in a row, that's, that's tough. So um, Kansas City moves on. Philadelphia moves on. My first, and we'll get to it next week or whatever, but uh, my first appearance is, I don't think Jalen Hurt played a great game, and I don't know if he's still Hurt or not, but I, I, right now, man, it's a toss-up to me who can win this game. I'm not I'm not ready to pick either team. You
1: know, I, if I was going to pick a team right now, I'd pick Kansas City, but, but that's because, they made. The, to, they, to me, they just made the, the biggest impression on me. Probably got, you know, what, 12 days now to – to really, you know, come back to earth on this and, and analyze it a little bit more. I mean, you can overanalyze the Super Bowl. That's one of the things that, 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 you know, the extra week to prepare. That's one of the things it does. You can talk yourself into and out of everything in 12 days. But, Especially starting yeah, next I, Monday, because when you got the two weeks in
0: between, and Mike, we've covered. You covered a lot of them. Thirty-one. Lot, yeah. Thirty-one, and I covered seven at least. And that week, when you get there on Monday your mind can be changed by Thursday afternoon. Forget about Friday and Saturday. By Thursday, you done heard so much stuff that, you know, you're ready to change your mind on things. Then when the team you had picked on Monday, and Mitch Alba, my, 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 the host of my show, he always says, take a pick the day when those four games are over, those last two games are over, pick in and don't change your mind because he said everything will change your mind in that next two weeks and it'll, you'll be right when you picked originally, so.
1: Well, the only thing I'd, I'd, I'd add to that is make sure you're not making up your mind on a player who's injured because injuries do play a injuries role. Injuries do play a
0: role, right. And um, so it'll be fun to we'll talk about that next week. Um, other things that are going on, this is, um, I saw this yesterday, Mike. Oh, I got a trivia question for you. And uh, we did this yesterday, so you know the answer, but I'm just putting it out there so I don't forget. So don't pretend like you're hearing this for the first time,
1: Mike. Hearing what?
0: Okay. <laughs> Whenever a quarterback goes to the Super Bowl and loses the first time, in the last 20 years, close to 20 years, they've never got back to another Super Bowl. And this goes to Joe Burrow not being able to get back yet to the Super Bowl because he lost his first time he was there. And there's been a lot of quarterbacks in the last 20 years there. Who are the last two quarterbacks that lost their first Super Bowl but did go bit, get back to the game? I think there's been so four I, total.
1: So it's Dan Marino is one of the four, right?
0: No, Dan Reno never got back.
1: That's what I said.
0: No, it's more than four. It's like 12 or 13 quarterbacks that haven't done it. I said it's four that have lost their first Super Bowl and got back to it.
1: Oh, and got back. And gotcha. got back. Got back. Well, let's see. That eliminates.
0: And I, I'm telling tell you, people yeah. like Cam Newton. Um, right,
1: it eliminates Matt Ryan.
0: Neil O'Donnell, Matt Ryan. Um, those are guys that didn't make it back. Uh, um the guy that died, Steve McNair. You know, yep. it's a bunch of these guys. But there have been four that have done it. You I give me two. Give me the, the last two. The last two are um, kind of modern day players, and you can remember them. You know, you should be able to remember them right offhand. I'm
1: stumped. I really am.
0: No, you're not. We went no, over I, this yesterday. I'm, I'm just putting out there for the fans now. I know, that, but I don't. Think you I'm know, sorry. so the answer for you out there who are not thinking,
1: I wasn't uh, paying attention yesterday.
0: <laughs> yeah, Jim Kelly went to four in a row and lost right. all four. Yep.
1: Right. John Elway,
0: I think, lost his first three before he won his last two.
1: First three, that's correct, yeah.
0: Fran Tarkenton was one. He lost two in a row, but he got back with Minnesota. I think they lost to Pittsburgh one year, and they lost to the Raiders the next year or somewhere in that year. It was the Raiders in Pittsburgh they lost to, but I can't remember which one was first. And I, I think it's one more, um, Lynn Dawson. He, well, he lost, lost through, Super Bowl then- one. Then they and won Super Bowl, won. Bowl Four, yeah. I think. Came
1: back and beat the Vikings. Right, came yeah. back and
0: beat the Vikings. And Joe Cap was doing the Vikings, Then it wasn't talking. So those right. are the four quarterbacks that have lost the first one and got back. So that's trivia for you people out there. I'm stunned. I know. <laughs> now, speaking of more quarterback and trivia and Pro Bowl so, um, I'm glad we are doing this again today because Jared Goff has been uh, appointed to the Pro Bowl. So that's four oh, Lions now going out to the Four Lions? Bowl. Yes. We've so got Amar St. Brown, good. Ragnow. Penny Sewell and Jared Golf will all be doing this. They're not playing a game this year, but thank God the horrid game is over. But it's like a skills competition and a, just a thing to commemorate the Pro Bowlers, and they're having it this weekend. Well, you
1: know what? You guess what? That's four for the Lions. what, what stands out with that? Ken
0: stands out. They're all on offense. They're all on offense. Yeah, I didn't think of that. On, yeah, they're all on offense. I was going to say that. That shows that your young talent is improving and that you're starting to get recognition throughout the league. That's what it looks for me.
1: Right, and, and three of them have been drafted by the Lions. The other one was was obviously acquired in a trade. Yeah, so it says something. I don't know what, but it says something.
0: Yeah, it's better than going there and not seeing a Lion helmet at all. I guess they won't be wearing helmets anyway, so anyway. But anyway, that's good for the Lions, good for the Lions. Um, sure. Another thing I saw. The Lions, oh, the cap went up. This I'm glad we're doing this again because this all happened yesterday. Or it went Monday. Up, it the cap went up, what, sixteen million dollars to two hundred and twenty four million?
1: Well, sixteen percent.
0: Sixteen percent. I thought it went up sixteen 16%. million. Wasn't it two hundred eight last year?
1: I thought they said sixteen percent. Okay, but it, it went up or a whatever. lot. It's, yeah, it went up a lot. Two hundred and twenty four million. Jumped,
0: yeah. Um I was asking you this yesterday. What was the cap of the first year they ever had the cap, Mike?
1: It, well, the free agency started in 1993. Just for a little background here, free agency started in 1993 without a salary cap. The salary cap took effect in 1994, and it's either 60. I'm sorry, either 34 million or 39 million. I forget which. It was one of those two. Wow! So it in, was probably 34, right? So I mean, there are like what 12 quarterbacks who make more than that now. Right. Like so that. in
0: almost 30 years, has gone up. Two hundred million, almost. Well, Didn't a little something? closer to twenty million. mil. It's amazing. That is amazing. Six hundred percent. That's a strong league. That's a strong league yeah. for you right there. Ah, uh, also, I saw some stats came out. The Lions will have the tenth most cap space available, or thirteenth most cap space available. Somewhere between ten and thirteen depends on. There's some variances in there, and they're the second youngest team in the league right now. That is not second a younger. bad way. Oh. To go into the off season, I mean, you like we were just talking. You got young talent, you got a winning record, and you got cap space, and you got momentum. This is this is shaping up to be real good.
1: Well, this I'd say what this could be. Well, I can't say it's going to be one of the one of the most exciting off seasons because look, the Lions have been you know going after free agents for a long time and high draft picks, so that's you know they're used to that. But this is really a, a significant offseason, and I think I think the fans can see the light at the end of the tunnel, that's it's burning bright. It really is. This is not a, a team that needs an old uh, a, a wholesale overhaul anymore. It's a team that needs a little a little more than fine tuning. I wouldn't just say fine tuning, but one or two key you know additions and then some fine-tuning around that. A lot of it depends on who they bring in, who they sign, and a lot of it depends on who they keep, who they bring back.
0: Well, they got to be careful because I'm a, in, Absolutely. My, in my lifetime, I thought that the Barry Sanders-era players, they stayed too long with them at the end. You know, when Bobby and they got rid of a couple, but they stayed with that core too long once – Once the late 90s started coming up, you know, the mid to late 90s came up, that team from the first half of the 90s, that was the time to make the run. When that run didn't happen, I thought they stayed with that team too long. And then you ended up what happened in 99 with that Chicago game and Herman Moore and, you know, dropping the ball and everything. And it just, Moeller and that whole thing, it just stayed too long. So you got to be careful when you got this young core, how long you plan on keeping them and, you know, when to move on, when to add veterans to the core, when to stay young and just try to develop. There's a lot of things you got to do. One of these, you can't do a wrong move. You don't want to bring in a bunch of veterans this offseason, trying to go for it next year. And then your team is, you know, you're not as young as you were. Your young players didn't get better. You're depending on veterans, you know, the Jamie Collins types. And these guys that, you know, just got paid and don't do anything. So you got to be careful. You got to add the right players.
1: I, I don't, Kenny. I can't agree with you on this one. I really can't, and I'll tell you why. I mean, some of what you're saying is accurate, but but look at the guys who were gone after the '95 season. You know, Benny Blades one more year in '96. Chris Spielman was gone after '95. Lomas Brown was gone after '95. A couple of quarterback turnovers. They were gone. So I I, I think they, I think they massaged the uh, the, the the roster pretty well. They really do, and they kept it. You know, they were still winning games. They were you know nine and seven and and. In the 2000 season, would have made the playoffs against the Bears late. The game, if it hadn't been for a 55-yard field goal or whatever it was. So yeah, but that team wasn't going anywhere, Mike. It was nine and it.
0: seven, but it wasn't going anywhere. That's what no, I'm saying. That the team they 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 patchworked it. To, they brought in James Stewart and these guys. They patchworked it to be a nine and seventeen, maybe make the playoffs. But the the run where like when Green Bay accelerated and the Lions flatlined. When the Lions were that young team, the Cowboys and Lions after 91 were the young teams. Cowboys went up and won Super Bowls, Lions flatlined. Once that period was over, and like you said, after Lomas and all these guys left, they should have just got rid of you know, the, the older guys and, and started to retool. They tried the patchwork. That's what I'm saying. You got to be careful to do. You got to know when you got your core when that run is over.
1: I, 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 I'm honest, I just can't agree, because I think you're overlooking the, the key factor in the rise of both of those teams. Troy Aikman in Dallas, Brett Favre in Green Bay. Those became the dominant teams. The no, I'm not saying
0: why. I'm just saying, yeah, but also, Lions didn't get Reggie White. I'm going to tell you right now, I don't, you can agree with me or not, and Reggie White, if you guys remember, the Lions, Wayne Fons had him at the basketball game, and they were talking to him. If they would have got Reggie White and Green Bay didn't, even with the quarterback situation the same way the lions and green bay doesn't
1: that one move well, i agree with that. i think i think reggie white was the most impactful free agent signed in the history of free agency really i think he was i don't think there's i don't think there's any doubt about it now you can get into you know Deion sanders later and all that but but this they came out of the the packers did came out of the gate with 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 with, 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 with reggie white and that really transformed that team it took it it didn't just take it one step for up; it took it two or three steps up. Right. Even Brett Favre said that that was that was the key signing, that was the key addition. Right. And, and you got to remember the face of that team. It took off with him, and
0: they lost Sterling Sharp. They had lost Sterling Sharp before they won the title, so that shows you that Reggie White was the key because the team up to the point before Reggie White was Sterling Sharp and and um, and Brett Favre and you know Amon Green and these guys the running backs that that when they lost their second best player and still won the super bowl. So, well, 1990,
1: yeah, 1996
0: I think it was when they won the super bowl. Right, and remember Sharper uh, um Sharp went out the year before that with the neck injury. He wasn't so on the championship was, team. It was
1: 1994,
0: I think. 97 is when they won the championship. I think I think it was 97, yeah. But 98. I know I was at that game in New Orleans when R- Andre Risen and um Desmond Howard did that thing.
1: Uh, Desmond Howard right. De- Desmond Howard was the v, uh, MVP of the Super Bowl. Right, and
0: Andre Ryzen caught the first touchdown cuz they brought Ryzen in.
1: So anyway, I don't want to we
0: all be going to history, but that's what I'm saying with this offseason to me. You this is the core you're going with. Supplement the core for your run. You should, right now the Lions should be thinking we're going to have a four or five year run right now. Unless, you know, injuries happen, things happen, but this core we're going to add to this and that counts with the draft pick coming up. These core young guys, this is the core we're going with. This is the run we're going to make. But don't don't sell out to these old veterans to patchwork them in like the swilling thing that didn't work. It worked for a year. It didn't work. And then you lost Willie Rolfe that you, becomes a Hall of Famer. So be careful. That's all I'm saying. Be careful when you make picks.
1: Okay. I mean, I, I get what you're saying, but I think, I think – I think we got the cart about nine miles ahead of the horse. It is,
0: it is. But but to me, the swilling – Ten miles. The swilling lion pick that year, the trade, is similar to this year because it's the fifth pick, sixth pick then, fifth pick now, or sixth pick now, fifth pick then. There's a temptation to unload that pick for a veteran, and the Lions unloaded that pick for the defensive player of the year, I think two years before, and it sounded good in paper, and that was the last key – to them, you know, moving out, you got your defensive stud, and then it doesn't work, and that puts you back. Kansas City takes Willie Rove. He becomes a Hall of Famer. Your left tackle situation is covered for the next 15 years. So that's what you got to be careful with. Well, okay. (laughs) And wait a minute. And I'm saying this. I'm saying this. And I do want him to try to trade for Jalen Ramsey. So I'm – being kinda hypocritical on this, but I'm not being hypocritical because well, I'm not being hypocritical to that six pick. I'm not touching that I'm, I'm making that pick. I'm not well, trading let
1: just, that. Let me just go one back thing, one one thing back on, on, on the on the on that trade. Look, he he made the he, he made the Pro Bowl that year. The Lions went ten and six. They won a division. It worked. It, it worked didn't work, him.
0: Mike. It well, did not did. work. They didn't, didn't trade work, for him for one year. No. You don't trade a fifth pick in the draft for one year or seven, whatever the pick was. I know it was the top I think ten. It was eight. Hey, well, eight. you don't trade that for one year. And they got one good year out of you. Hell, they got one good year out of Broderick Thomas. You know, they didn't have to
1: trade for him. You know, they got one good year out of him. That was, I'll tell you what, that was a one-year signing. Yeah. It was, it was one year coming in. He couldn't get the deal he wanted. He came in to trade at the last minute. Lions gave him you know, a good one-year contract with you know, the were we're going to trans, you know, they were going to, you know, lock him up for any any long period of time. And he was, I think mean, he went, I think he signed with Minnesota after. Maybe it was Houston after that. Got a big contract from them. But boy, he was a good ball player. Really yeah, was. I'm just
0: saying that. So it does happen. So, um, looking at that, like I said, six pick to me is a lock. I'm taking it unless a team is giving me the the bounty of the century to move down a few spots. But I'm taking a top, you know, pick this year. Second pick. Is all negotiation for me? Eighteen is on the table for trade. Move up, move down, anything. I, I'm ready for that. For a veteran, if you want to, I'm good with that.
1: So you would you would trade you would trade the draft pick for a veteran player? Eighteen. Yeah, eighteen. Yeah,
0: I would trade eighteen for it. if I'm taking six a player. Yeah, I would trade eighteen for a veteran if, the, if for the right veteran. And uh, you and me agree to this, too, now. When we're talking right veterans, now I'm being hypocritical again because uh, Jalen Ramsey, <laughs> well, <I'm> <laughs> Ramsey's 28. But the right veteran to me is like a 26-year-old at the most. Jalen Ramsey excluded.
1: I want a guy on his second. If they're going to do that, I think the Lions ought to be a guy on his second contract. The
0: beginning of his second contract, not the end of it. Well, on his yeah. second contract. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. So that's what the only measurement with that, that trade because – I, I fear and for people um this is Tuesday we're recording as Jamal Williams was on Good Morning Football today. He said some very interesting things about how being a leader on the team and how he tried to show young guys how to play football and how what what it meant. And he, he, go back and listen to it today if they rerun it or find a copy of it somewhere. But he was saying what I'm saying now about you got to teach young guys how to win. You got to teach them how to be pros, and that part I worry about them being so young that that slips away in this next year. Is do you you think I'm worried out of hand, or that's something Dan Campbell's got to be thinking about?
1: Well, I think you're worried out of hand. That's that's part of what I I think you saw the I think you saw that develop in the second half of this last season here when they went eight and two in the last ten games, and we're playing what we. Been talking about for years, meaningful games in December. They were playing meaningful games in January. So no, I don't. I don't worry about that. Now you can do what the uh, t- uh, 2012 team did, coming off a you know 10-6 season and a, and a playoff berth, and they went 4-12. Right. went 4-4 four four at the halfway point and lost eight straight games. Right. But that was still that was still a, to some degree a veteran team too. So no, I, I don't worry about that. I really don't. Yeah. First of all, it doesn't do any good to worry no. about it. I just
0: think that, like you said, with the turnover of a team, what's a thirty percent turnover? They're probably going to have.
1: Well, free agency—that's the old formula. One third of the one third of the free agents on your team will re-sign. One third will sign with another team, and another—and the other one third will never play again. So you just figure out of it, it, a fifty,
0: uh, what a fifty-three man roster.
1: Like seventeen players, you know, something like. You're gonna that. You're going to change
0: seventeen players.
1: Well, no, you're not because it's look. I'm just saying it's—they're not all free agents. You're not going to have a 30-year roster is going to be free agents or whatever. No, but
0: just change over, period, and then I'm cuts saying, and everything, right? So you're saying probably a 30-year roster will be new next the, year.
1: No, it, it, well, the, the, this one-third, one-third, one-third pertains to free agents. It does not the entire – it's not a formula. Well, how many do you think um,
0: new players in a year they're on a roster? New players, when yeah. it's all said and done, how many different players that weren't there the year before will be on an opening day roster?
1: Well I think it depends entirely on what stage of development your franchise is. Well where the Lions yeah.
0: are now, what do you what, how many do you think they'll they'll change out?
1: Ten, twelve, something. Ten like twelve. That. Okay. Okay. So if yeah, you that's got, just a guess. Okay, well
0: that's us say that's a. um just say that's a fifth. You're saying a fifth of the team will be new. Yeah, um, something like that. Just a guess, yeah. right. I mean sure it's a guess. So a fifth of the team will be new. And they don't have any age out players. This year, I don't think. You know, guys that are retiring or. No. Don't You think know, so. 30, late old. I think the oldest. Well, Brockers will be leaving, but that's by Michael choice. Brockers, yeah. He's the oldest. Yeah. I think he's the oldest player on of the. You know, now I talking about long snappers, like kickers or punters, but the oldest player of the everyday, you know, offense, defense player. So.
1: Right. I think he's the only only player on the roster in, in this last season who was 30 or older. Right. I think he's which the only one. Which is interesting. All right, Mike. So, uh,
0: it's senior bowl week. You'll be hearing a lot about prospects down there. Stetson Bennett, uh, Georgia quarterback, should have went instead of staying home and getting drunk and arrested. He would have had a better week in, <laughs> in Mobile. <laughs> you know, at least it would have stayed out of trouble. At, uh,
1: Isn't there a song from Memphis to Mobile? Yeah.
0: But I am, I am interested in looking at some of these quarterbacks at this senior bowl. Because to me, if you're not going to get one of those top guys, it's going to be an unheralded senior quarterback that you're gonna draft, I I just think that that's what, um, Holmes is gonna do. Brad is gonna do. I just got a well, feeling. I don't think
1: this. I don't think this is a banner year for quarterbacks either. I really don't. I mean, they all have, they all have the questions about all of them. I think whether it's, you know, size or or, or whatever. But in other words, I just. It's, I think it's better than last year when you only had one quarterback drafted in the first round. But I don't think it's even if you might have, you know, three, four, five in the first round. I don't think it's a banner year. Don't. No,
0: but is it any? Is it ever really a banner year? It's always well, it a couple out, of guys definitely. at the sure. top, and then it's a bunch of question marks. And then you know what? Some of the question yeah. marks, like Lamar Jackson, was a question mark.
1: I don't even think he was a question mark, really. I mean, I think they were shocked when he got when they traded up to get him with the thirty second pick. I, I just, I, I, it didn't seem to me like he, he really figured with anybody, right? And, and, look, I'm not, I like the guy. Don't get me. No, that. I'm just like saying, though. So there's too. always
0: questions of these quarterbacks, but somebody gets them and they develop. And you, you know, like a David Carr, you might think he's a failure, but he was a second round pick that got a big second contract and has played some good ball in the league. There, you get there are guys out there, but you have to invest in them. and You have to put the time into them.
1: Well, just go back to go back two years when there were three quarterbacks drafted, one, two, three. How they turned out. one guy's done well. You know, tre- Trevor Lawrence. The other two guys, one's been hurt. And
0: one's and the other been one just Zach had Wilson hasn't done yeah. And, has,
1: yeah.
0: and oh. Mac Jones ain't exactly, you know, he's question bad. marks on him too. So that was another one in that first round. No, but yeah, you got to take them. That's the only bad part about it. You can't say, "Well, I'll wait the next year and wait the next year." And next thing you know, you're five years down the line. You've been waiting, and you don't have anything in the mm-hmm. pipeline. So you got to go find one. And I, I hope that's what they're doing down in Mobile. They're looking at. It. I hope they're looking at defensive linemen. Hope they're looking at corners hope they're looking at linebackers, and I hope they're looking at
1: quarterbacks. I think they're looking at everybody. And a kicker. Well, they, what they have, they bring in one, two, three, four kickers every year anyway, even when they have one, so that'll, that'll work its way out. I
0: think they might want to draft one this year. I think they might want to get one late in the draft, and I'll tell you as a guy – about forty-five minutes up the road in Ann Arbor, that kid
1: from Michigan, yeah, Moody. Moody.
0: I think I would. I wouldn't Moody. mind getting a, you know, a, a flyer on him. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Because I want to see. He
1: had a terrific college career. It's a different game, but said yeah, Why is it really a different good. game? Everybody
0: says that, but what it was Did why is it? it?
1: Because it is. The ball is different. The game is a little bit different. Yeah, it's different.
0: Is it because I, to me, I yeah, know they, I know they say it is, and I know there's reasons for it. But to me, if you can kick, you can kick. But I agree I yeah, I'm not I'm arguing with you, but I just quicker. wonder oh, yeah. is that what is getting it off quicker and
1: it's different. It's a different ball.
0: Okay, but well, it's still you're kicking it. You're kicking it on the same spot in the middle. <laughs> it's could be ball could be five pounds heavier or two pounds lighter. It's still a you're kicking it in the middle and kicking it between those two poles. It's a,
1: okay.
0: I give up. <laughs> yeah, say give night, give uh, up on it. All uh, right, so that's gonna be the KD podcast just, for this I, week. I, Go ahead, say, say it. A, say I'm it. Say try, it. I'm
1: trying to I'm just
0: trying to smarten you up, and you won't let me. Yeah, you you give me you like I said, give me next week. That's your uh, assignment for homework. Find out why it's harder to kick in the pros than in college.
1: I already
0: told you. <laughs> no, I want, I want I scientific am, fact. I don't, I don't want to, I don't want the Michael here. I thought I want but scientific fact. Why it's harder to kick? So you got I homework. I
1: don't. I don't do much thinking.
0: You got homework. All right, Mike. Uh, DetroitLions.com, dot com. Check him out. I see you had your mock draft up there, so you can go. What top ten picks you put up? Uh, top 18. Top 18. 18. Okay, so yeah. check Michael Harris out there. Uh, read about the Senior Bowl coverage from the great writers at DetroitLines.com, and you'll see us on the Mitch Album Show on WJR 760. All right, Mike, have a good week. Okay, you too. All right.